There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is, this is going to be a chore because we haven't done this in forever. <laughs> All right, it's Spellman, just do the thing. Oh! 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Oh! A Sopranos Podcast. Oh! You remember the name of the podcast. <laughs> we are back. We are here. We are full of shitty pizza that we just ate. Fuck this fucking place in Los Angeles that claims <laughs> claims to make authentic New Haven style pizza. A beats, a beats, a beats. Yeah, right. a beats spelled a pizza. You know, it's pronounced they, a beats. And you know, we're, we're, the three of us are from Connecticut. We take pride in New Haven style pizza. We're pizza snobs. We're they pizza snobs. Hold pizza, Michi's fucking balls. All right. Pizza Michi couldn't hold his friend balls. of the pod is way better than this place. Um, Shout out to our friend Pizza Michi who makes fantastic <laughs> pizza as a hobby. These guys, yeah, they think they're you know they're they're making a career out of this. Give it up, boys. <laughs> yeah, don't go to I don't know. I guess we shouldn't say them. I guess I feel bad. I don't give a shit. It's Ozzy's a pizza. <laughs> I don't give a yeah, shit. Don't go there. At Underdogs, go there. also At underdogs. a shitty sports bar. Yeah. A shitty sports bar. Fuck Underdogs in Glendale, California. If you like and... hearing Al Michaels at fucking 80 fucking volume. Decibels. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're back. Hey, so it's been 10 months and we just needed to get that off our chest. We yep. had to. End of pod. Uh, we're talking <laughs> season, season six, six, episode, episode four, Ooh. fleshy part of the thought. Very good spells. Uh, yeah, this I is. Gotta uh, this. I gotta write this time. Hey guys, I've been practicing for. This eight is the sixty ninth <laughs> episode of the series. Ooh, nice. sixty nine. You guys ever sixty nine? Oh, all the time. Yeah, it's not great. See, yeah, the pe- a lot of people. I think, a lot, I, I, think I think it's, it's underrated, sexy. to be honest. I think it's yeah. dirty as. I think yeah. it, like on paper, it's sexy. When you're doing it, it's just like eh, well, you should. You should try take it, turns. You should try it with a woman. Sometimes I <laughs> hooked up with a girl, and that's what we did. Like that, we sixty nine for the. For, that's, like, that's all you did. Yes, basically. Yes, oh, pretty wow. much. Well, hey, I and wouldn't complain. I told to be that to. Um, 
Fran Gillespie and Chris Kelly. <laughs> oh, great little insider tidbit for all of our listeners. <laughs> we were who, over my apartment a long time ago. Maybe like, familiar with the UCB New yeah, York. I, I hooked up. I'm not going to say the girl's name, but like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with that girl. We 69. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a continued like relationship, and all you did was sixty nine the entire time. No, this oh, was okay. the first. It was time. a one. Okay, this was a drunken hookup. Yeah, that makes 69. sense. Yeah, if you're drunk and you only sixty nine, that makes sense. <laughs> no sixty nine in this episode is uh, that we saw. There might have been on the cutting room floor. We don't know, but uh... now I just told it to everybody else, but they don't <laughs> yeah. know who the person. Yeah. Sometimes anyway, no one's gonna listen to this. Anyway. <laughs> Sometimes I go about in pity for myself, and all the while, me and somebody sixty nine, yep. it carries me like a awesome. like a great wind. A great sixty nine carries you 69. across the sky. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is season six, episode four, directed by Alan Taylor. <laughs> you think Alan Taylor Taylor ever sixty nine? Probably. I would hope. Um, yeah. Written by. Uh, uh, Diane Frolov and Andrew Schneider. Well, you just uh, made those names up, but okay. <laughs> well, first episode they wrote husband and wife. They, yes. So they sixty nine. I I uh, I saw that and I was like, I feel like I've never seen these names. <laughs> yeah, like no. They, the they, they, this yeah. is they just came never on the series that. here, which is late in the series. But apparently, they did some work with David Chase on Northern Exposure. So. I was gonna say we gotta Soprano. get these guys to write this episode. <laughs> like, I don't know. By this point, Sopranos, didn't you like have your go tos? Right. Like, why are you like really oh, stretching yeah, to? They wrote like, another episode on Northern Exposure where they where some guy got shot in the ass and, uh, <laughs> apparently, and Hal Ulbrich was in it. Apparently, they're very close with Tretch from Naughty by Nature, and they have to be brought in. Oh, on they this write episode. his dialogue so well. <laughs> this here. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, he he was also on Northern Exposure for sure. Um, Sorry, they're the only uh, white couple in Hollywood that's comfortable enough to write the N word for Tretch to say. <laughs> uh, Lift it version. up. This originally aired April second, two thousand six. Do you remember that, guys? Do you remember? Yeah, April, that? Oh, I was, I was about to turn twenty-two. I was uh, celebrating Hackoff's uh, birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before you met him, you, yeah, you, you knew, him, you just knew. Just dropping all the names of people that everyone <laughs> no listening knows. knows. Any of these people that I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Kudos to anybody who hasn't switched this off yet. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is this is a we're an a little episode, rusty, like we're yeah, a little we're rusty Milio. Look, look, stick with us. We're we're rusty. We haven't done this since rusty. fucking April. We've, look, well, we've each had like six drinks, <laughs> <laughs> some shitty pizza, and. Uh, Dave has fucking children now. I got married. Yes, I have two Spells foster daughters. Has a fucking one year old. Yes. This is look. It's post pandemic. We're all very tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're always tired. It's been yes. Post pandemic for quite a while now, but we're still reeling. We're still reeling from COVID, guys. But Chindan, uh, Chindan. Hey, Chindan. Look, if Happy you're still here, God bless. Asalud. Asalud. Uh, Let's let's get into this episode. So please, let's try to remember where the fuck we were because this is early season six. A Tony's just getting out of the coma dream, mm-hmm. which we saw last episode. Uh, this is the first episode where we're not in the fucking coma land with the Kevin Finnerty, Kevin Finnerty, and everything else. Um, so he's in the hospital. He meets a fucking rapper and an old philosophical scientist. This episode. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Other storylines, we got Polly finding out that his ma ain't his ma. His ma is actually his aunt, and his aunt is actually his ma. And then Bobby shoots a rapper in the ass, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the fleshy part of the thigh. He's a marksman. Y'all remember this episode. Um, you know what? He's I, I think... He's just been using the bow and arrow exclusively uh, the last couple of years. And he should have for you know, uh, for Marvin. Should have yeah. shot him with the bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, that would be some street now cred for Marvin shot. as a rap artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin got shot in the ass with a bow and arrow, <laughs> blasting to the top of the charts like deluxe. Mm. Um, what did you guys? Do you guys remember your reaction to this episode when it first aired? I mean, it was fucking. I actually oh. do vividly remember watching this episode in my apartment with what year was uh, this? previous this is two, guests. Two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do vividly remember watching this episode um, and thinking that uh, it was not great. <laughs> yeah. No. It's. 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 A, I also had the same sentiments watching this for the first time, and and I wonder if anybody listening had the same sort of reaction. Because it felt because to the poly me, the poly stuff is great. The poly stuff yeah. is the strongest storyline. Yeah, but it all but what f- rang a little false to me was it's just a little heavy handed with the philosophical stuff. It's like, yeah. what are the odds that you get a fucking uh, mafia boss, a, a, a like a rap star, and a fucking rocket scientist in the same hospital room? Talking about fucking everything is everything, man, and we're all tornadoes, and we're all part, we're all in the same quantum field, and it just felt a little forced to get some interesting. They're interesting ideas yeah. across, yeah. But yeah. coming from the mouths of the characters that we know and love in the series, it just felt like where's this all coming from? And now, you know, we just came off the back of two very philosophical episodes with Tony's coma dream. Mm-hmm. We have not seen, we've seen dream sequences in the series before, but nothing like that. Right. Right. Two stretching two episodes and, and, you know, calling the, it to question. Like, and the thing about dream sequences is that the masses always love. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like the, yeah. So, so this, this is it's when the no, show think, is always cooking I, with yeah. gas. I, I, I think it's the, you know, the, uh, opening, um, uh, frame with that sea monster. Yes, we I open on like, a. Um... I, think, I think that's telling of the you know whole episode. It's like the sea monster is responsible for this episode. Well, yeah, for those who haven't watched like, this episode in, in a long time, fuck things up. Yeah, the opening shot is like some weird monster outside of a store, and then it like pans over to Polly like walking out. The well, store. so it's we later find out that it's Polly. He was buying like the fucking uh, weird like aqua socks for his <laughs> aunt, for his aunt. Right. so she wouldn't like, like slip and was, fall. He was like, it looked like he was down the shore. Yeah, I mean it was some it was some weird play. I mean it was definitely like a ski like like. Water ski, ski like fishing, like, surf, like yeah, like a bait and tackle esque. Like was, I don't know. Yeah. We're all pretty outdoorsy guys, as you <laughs> yeah. can tell. And, he's at a Ron John. Uh, yeah, he's at a Ron John. There's like scuba. There was like scuba equipment. Like that. That's it was like a right, sea monster right, face, right, right, right. which yeah. is a weird choice for Alan Taylor to make, like to open the episode. Right. I. It was like well, it fucking grabbed you, but then it was like why? Because it was just the scene was literally. Two seconds of Polly walking out of the store. It's weird because, like, I, I, we assume I we if if we really wanted to do our research before this episode, we would have <laughs> looked it up. But like, you know, you would you would assume the vast majority of this episode is shot at Silver Cup Studios. So like the hospital, why, yeah. Like why have why like setup? why do that setup? Yeah, very weird. Yeah, very uh, an odd choice, and I I can't. I mean, maybe. 
in our discussion over the course of the next hour or so, we'll we'll discover. But I don't fucking know why we. Now, well, well, I'm saying it. it's yeah. foreshadowing. Like this episode is a is a sea monster itself. It's a beast. Yes, <laughs> it's, a beast, it's, a, it's an elusive right? sort yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. What are we trying to say here? Yeah, it's a beast because once you survive it, you go. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> but so so Polly leaves the scuba store. Then we cut to the hospital and and we see Tony. He's he's fully out of the coma. Last time we saw him in Mayhem, he was sort of like you know Chris was like uh, like talking to him about the movie he wants to make, and Carmela was fucking putting like water on Tony's lips because he couldn't fucking do it himself. He was in bad shape. Now he's a little more himself. He's post surgery. And he's noticing the card that somebody hung on his fucking wall, the the infamous, uh, you know, sometimes I go about in pity for myself and all the while a great wind carries me across the sky. Uh, theories abound about how that got there. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? If, if you had to pinpoint a character, Janice this episode denies it, but... Right. Who, she's also a liar. She's She also lies and quite she's a, a bit. And she's also, after he calls her out in the episode, she acts awfully bizarre. Very strange, and and also like you would think like if she if it was her she would just fess up to it she'd be like that's yeah, true you know, she would own is... it because that's true she's very proud of like her uh, hippiness yeah yeah right um I I mean uh, was it uh, Alan whatever the fucking Sappinsley Alan yeah. Sappinsley came <laughs> back yeah yeah no, what's his name the, yeah. no Janice's old boyfriend what's his oh, name Aaron 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 Arkway yeah, yeah the narcoleptic Aaron, yeah. who right, does right. make an he appearance snuck this it episode. In. Uh, Turk, Turk in. Pinkton he, he came, or whatever he came in there when he was actor. sleeping and he was so, almost <laughs> time for OB Joy Sainz yeah this is this is, yeah <laughs> this was his revenge for Tony throwing turkey at him uh, do you think uh, they made do you think they made that Terry Shavo t-shirt or do you think they found it I think that was made, yeah, but I but I be, think had to be made. Found it what, where at a vintage? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't know in the fucking no. uh, wardrobe uh, department. I a hundred percent believe that. Uh, yeah, they made the, it. They if, made you, it. if you all don't remember, the Terry Shivo case was uh, was a uh, you know a, a, she had become a vegetable and the, the whole debate <laughs> right. about whether to keep her alive, alive artificially or right. and like and what, is, and what is alive and, and what is and yeah, and, and, yeah fundamentalist. Christians were saying every life is precious and you got to keep her on life support. And meanwhile, people were like, just fucking put her to rest. And then this fucking shirt is like, you go, girl. Terry yeah, Shivo. Terry Shivo this, vigil. Yeah. Like, so that shirt definitely existed like, they, or they, something they, similar to it. Do they make like shirts for vigils? I'm sure. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, these fucking evangelists. Are you kidding me? They got a shirt dude, for everything. All these evangelists. Yeah. They love their t-shirts. <laughs> they love their fucking shirts. But is shirts, there a guy though? like... I mean, is there a guy like who's not a part of vigils? Like, hey, hey, you want? Oh, he's just trying. He's trying to like capitalize. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Like the people outside. You tell me spells. You tell me. The people outside the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, like selling the Red Hot Chili Peppers shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start hitting some vigils. I'm gonna be printing up T-shirts. All right. Well, we're well. Osoprano's Pod is officially selling Terry Shivo shirts. So hit us up. All right. 2023. It's the Shivo year. The year Shivo. We them, we them Shivo boys. They, they eventually let her go, right? Like she, no, she passed. No, she's, she's still, she's still on. She she's outlived on. everyone <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frank Vincent, Hal uh, uh, Holbrook, oh, that guy Rico, like Johnny Cha Cha something. <laughs> oh yeah, we we were watching this episode. We realized basically everybody's dead now. John Cha Cha. 
Garcia. Yeah, uh, Robert Eiler's the only surviving cast member from this. Uh, no, but anyway, so yeah, we got the card on the wall. Uh, we Tony's talking with a nurse. He's saying, "Oh, you know, you know, I'm I'm coming out of this thing, and I don't feel like myself lately," which is a little like you know, allusion mm. to uh, Kevin Finnerty. He, we, so we learn that he still remembers everything that he experienced in the coma dream, which uh, is may be important going forward, depending on how you look at things. But um, Carmella brings Tony a nice dinosaur book. That was very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's a big fan of dinosaurs, uh, which is introduced to this episode just so that the fundamentalist Christians can be like, oh, the Earth is 6,000 years old and, you know. You know, religion is crazy. That's that's what it came across to me. Like they they were just trying to yeah, which is also heavy handed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I believe that Tony likes dinosaurs. I, I buy that. Yeah. But why introduce it here is kind of kind of strange. Well, I don't think it's like completely successful, but I do in principle like the idea of the episode kind of balancing out the Polly storyline with like his aunt who turns out to be his mother being a nun and like yeah. all, everything that comes with uh you know organized religion in that respect and how like that was just like you know like a a, a complete like curtain that was pulled sure. and 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 then we see father phil and and then you know we have the scientist and then we have these fundamentalists and it's like right i i i, I do like the idea of where they were trying to go with the episode. I just think like the writing itself is just, just didn't quite rise to the it occasion. Is a, is a bit much. I, I mean, I, I like it more now that I've watched it a few times, but sure. like at the, at the time, at the initial screen, I was like, this is, you know, they're, they're just going for something and not quite nailing it. And but, as usual, you know, as we know from a hit is a hit, you know, writing for uh, anytime this white ass writer's room yeah. uh, tries to <laughs> write, write black culture or especially hip hop rap culture. Yeah. Oh my God. Cringe. Eesh. Cringe. Uh, but we'll get there. So, yeah. so, but first we get introduced to this Barone sanitation storyline. Barone is of course where Tony, you know, is supposedly gets his W2 and mm-hmm. his insurance and, and, you know, claims money on his tax returns and all that shit. Jason Barone, the son of Dick Barone, Dick Barone, who I believe we've seen in the series. Yeah. He, he passed. Oh, we've seen many times. Yeah. Between, between Who's seasons. Dick Barone. Dick, Dick Barone. Barone he's like, the guy, he's kind of like, he's not balding, but like, and he's not like heavy set, but like he's a little chunkier and like, Oh uh, yeah, like you see him in like season two when they yeah yes. with Richie. Yeah. Stuff. He has shit with Richie yeah. and yeah, like when Tony passes out at that yeah, function right, right, right. and right, right, yes. right, right, and then right. when Tony when Tony's trying to like show his face in at the office, Dick's right. there, right? Oh and so, yeah, yeah, and so apparently Jason Barone, his son, has some sort of like. Childhood memories with Tony and Polly. You know, they went to like fucking Mets games or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and well, and he wants that foul dip to that guy in the load. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fond memory. Kingman had just come back from the Cubs. Um, and and he's looking to sell the company now that his father's passed, uh, which obviously is is a is a problem for Tony. Especially also, coming sorry. off of the fucking We're, surgery and everything, because he needs health insurance. So, right. Yeah. 
We're supposed to believe these people in Jersey are Mets fans, though. I mean, uh, well, I think I think I think it's clear that Tony and Paulie are Yankees fans, but they might have gone to a Mets game like every now and then. Like, yeah, like yeah. I mean, there are some Mets fans in New Jersey. There's probably more Philly fans in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, actually, to- yeah, Tony yeah. says you not know, North Jersey. Okay. For, first episode, Tony says, "Uncle June used to take me to the Yankees, yeah, Yankees games." games. We see Paulie watching Yankees games in his Yankee home. Game, huh? Now, Phil. Phil. Phil is a fucking Mets. Phil Leotardo. Yeah. But not, you know, not Father but when Phil. They're, when they're, they talk uh, about Shea State. Are they watching a Mets game when he goes, you want another Super Nacho? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are. We also see a meeting but, at, you know, people in would... front of Shea Stadium with uh, Johnny Sack and uh, I mean, Joe, Tony. you and I watch Mets games, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> New Yorkers do. They watch. Yeah, they, they, they do watch. They do watch both. Like, Especially back in the day when they would just be on television. I mean, we know a lot about the Mets. Like, True. You know, even though, like... <laughs> I don't know why. Also, if like, you, if you I got, this, this viewing, I don't know why it like bothered me. I'm like, <laughs> well, he also said he had like box seats or whatever. So like, if you were, they probably were, got them from some fucking guy that they knew. Yeah, it's probably some right. fucking. If you, if you got that, you would yeah. probably go to a Mets game still, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, uh, actually, my my cousins. Uh, I mean, honestly, if you're in North Jersey, it is easier probably to get to Yankee Stadium than uh, it is to get to Shea Stadium. Shea Stadium. That's true. Sure. Yeah, because you would go over to George Washington. George Washington the bridge. <laughs> uh, so in the hospital, they have the nurse comes and brings Tony a sandwich. She's not supposed to eat because he's getting surgery the next day. Uh, Why would the nurse bring that? Yeah, always something, right? Janice says she didn't put the card up. Uh, so there, there's that. She uh, Tony starts to blame Bobby and his trains for the shooting, <laughs> which is wild. But uh, which also said, like I was saying when we were watching it, but. It's just sad to me, just knowing the way he dies. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, the the train stuff. They, the train they, stuff they, is so sad when you know like his <laughs> final. Outcome. Also, there's a shot of Bobby just taking a sad bite out of Tony's <laughs> hospital <laughs> oh, sandwich. Like, yeah, it's like, like not even toasted. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like just fucking eating bread. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you uh, fat fuck. Uh, <laughs> And then Tony starts to get into, uh, you know, what if, what if some with Pastor Bob, you know, because pa- they, they, so Aaron Arkaway, Pastor Bob, this new character, the wild-eyed, you know, born again Christian that we meet, uh, like wild they, they, indeed. They, they had, uh, they had been at the hospital because um, some pharmacist had refused to fill a birth control uh, prescription. You know, so there's a whole thing, and Tony heard like the yelling downstairs and shit. And he says, "Well, what if somebody decides Viagra's wrong? You know, what if what if God doesn't like Viagra?" And and uh, and and they get into that whole debate. What do you what do you guys make of that? Why'd they include this in the episode? Just just to just to introduce a little more like dogma, like of of the religious right or what? Like, <laughs> it's kind of strange uh, that they have. It. I don't know. Also, why isn't Aaron Arkaway falling asleep? I thought he was a narcolept. <laughs> So. Well, he's, well, he's standing. Well, he's standing. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's at also, the hospital. He, he stole some he's medication. All, uh, yeah, he's all jacked up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, good question. I That's don't know. A, like, I think maybe it does, I think it's like trying to point out like the hypocrisy and that like like how like um you know like. Uh, I don't know the word I'm trying to find. Like, well, like, how how it's but, targeted women, for, particularly with birth control, and not necessarily targeted men women, but like, also yeah. just feels like so, uh, like um, yeah, just like how how the hypocrisy of like 
deciding like this is okay, but that's not okay. Well, like, you know, uh, maybe, hypocrisy and also ar- it feels arbitrary. Like why is arbitrary. that bad? Right, and, right. And and, and uh, you, you take a pill. It, it, you could say you know it, it was God's will that you couldn't get a boner. So why are you taking a pill? You know, right, it's, right. You know, and I think it's you know just maybe done done to show Tony like exploring his like spirituality and you know he had this you know event happen to him and he may be getting more spiritual but also he's like realistic and like well 100 yeah. percent. There, there's a lot also of point, points out how t- like tony tony's ch- quote-unquote change yes. is all lip service because right. like he's the the his immediate thought is like just about like fucking other people again right yeah but but uh, Fucking other people. Well, I mean, he he means it in relation to Carmela. She's right there. He's like he's like pay attention because this concerns you to Carmela. So he's specifically referencing her, even if he's not. Like he does, you know, he listens to Hal Halbrick's character, uh, Schwinn. He he, mm-hmm. he. There's a lot of Tony sort of like you know thinking outside the box of his normal life here, and and I think the coma dream sort of uh, primed him for that, right? Like, he's come out of this sort of seeing things a little differently. He's still not in himself. Like, there's hints of his old self, but there's a lot of change that we do see in this episode. And, you know, we have the benefit of having seen the entire series. We know he ultimately right. doesn't really change. Right. But here, there's, there's like, times where he's, like, you know... So there was that whole moment where he was trying to, like, shake down the EMT who did the fucking wallet biopsy... Uh, he said, you know, uh, I was missing two grand for my wallet. You, you, you owe that to me in a week. And then by the end of the episode, he just said, you know, forget about it. And then he had this whole True. fucking thing with Phil Leotardo and Johnny Sack about the skim and like Barone sanitation. And then by the end of the episode, he said, you know, truth be told, there's enough garbage for any everybody, you know? Right. It's, right, right. It, it's, it seems like it's the beginning of this new philosophy for Tony where he's thinking a little more beyond himself and like what is really important in life um and we ultimately know that that you know he gets back to like his fucking old you know narcissistic ways but like in this episode they sort of start try to lead you down the path of oh maybe tony soprano's really changed it's true but it's a it's a fake out but anyway so fake out fake out out. Uh, classic fake out David chase Great little joke during surgery. Uh, uh, Dr. Plepler says, oh, my God, I just found Jimmy Hoffa in his fucking wound. Dude, kills. Uh, kills I, in the Hey, room. whatever. I love it. Jason Barone uh, visits Tony. Tony doesn't want him to sell the company. He needs it for tax purposes. Um, then we get Paulie at the at what? Well, what is that? The a nunnery? What is it? What? Where? Where's? Uh, yeah, a nunnery. Yes. <laughs> get V to a nunnery. Um, what is it? I don't know what it is. I, convent. What you, convent, yeah, convent. I guess. Convent. Yeah, I my, aunt, my aunt. I don't know. You're my, you're the fucking Catholic. <laughs> my aunt. I had my what's aunt. The, was what's a the nun. equivalent of a nunnery for for Jews? My my aunt was a nun. She lived in a, she lived in a place like that. Oh yeah. Where in Jersey or Connecticut or? Uh, well, she she lived in Scarsdale. Hmm. Um. Oh oh cool. Yeah, she was great. Great. My aunt. She was a nun. Well, was she your aunt? Yeah, to my grandfather's sister. You sure? She, I think uh, he made this she, up. Uh, she lived with another woman. Which, uh, Joey, I was a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, like, is she a lesbian? Like, I don't know. Joe, right. find that birth certificate. It might read Scarsdale instead of Stan Island. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, 
She probably look. She definitely looks like me. <laughs> Spells well, the, with a wig. Yeah. I mean, she looks like me. The my Spelman mom, my the... fucking grandfather. We all look the same. Irish fucks. Well, yeah. I mean, that that side of your family, those genes are are yeah. strong. Yeah, those genes <laughs> like, are drunk True. and they'll beat shit out of any other fucking. Yeah, genes I mean, your daughter looks exactly. Yeah, your daughter like is spitting yeah. image yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay, so Paulie at the fucking convent or whatever it is, he finds out. From his aunt Dottie, uh, that he that she is actually his mother. Nucci is actually his aunt, which is like, you know, shell shock. Paulie is just like thrown, and for all uh, of all people too, it's like for anybody. Obviously, this would be like a, a, a brutal thing to find out, but for him. You know, this all he has is like his whole world is is Nucci. Oh yeah, yeah. He loves his mother, and he's and and you know, for what a dirtbag he is, he probably judges himself solely based on how he treats his mother, and he could justify Absolutely. everything else he does by saying, "Hey, I'm a good son at least. Like this woman did right by me, and I'm I, and I'm treating her right." He's got the four thousand a month, uh, you know, stay at Green Grove for Nucci, mm-hmm. uh, and. You know, Which he eventually Jason will be paying <laughs> right, for. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, that's actually that's, you're going to go to Green Grove with my money and you're going to pay the bill. Right. You're going to get her a new TV every month. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's very tied up. It's very caught up in his like self-identity and how he how he perceives himself. Absolutely. So when the, his his mother, his ma is not his ma anymore. Like that just fucking throws him for a loop, and this whole yeah. episode he's sort of dealing with that, and Tony notices it, and you know, there's it's a whole thing. We'll get to it, but uh, then we have the scene with Tony and the hospital like <laughs> insurance agent, um, where uh, where you know the whole wallet biopsy and like, which I just feel like this is you know we talked about this episode you know being a little preachy. This is like how everybody feels about fucking insurance agents. Like they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about the patient. They just want to bottom line. Let's yeah, save this, a dollar. Also, this, like, and this when is like to- over, this is over fifteen years ago. Like, I know. Yeah, things are even worse now. And this, when- this this actually seems too fucking like fucking writery preachy. This also heavy handed. Like yeah. yeah, very heavy handed. Like I don't I don't know if like I mean maybe those people exist. But like I don't really. I mean, I've been in the hospital. Oh, I think they. I think they do. But yeah, like, but they're probably they not as in the face of the no, patient. No, yeah. no, no. Um, I. But I. I. I for sure think there are like people who are like, you know, efficiency. Like, can we get this person out? Because another person needs. A yeah, bed but they're a little more well, discreet. Another person than needs this. a bed. That's a yeah. different story. But they were more like. Well, from well, the money. Another person always needs. A but bed, like, but like, it. She. She. It like, would be more discreet than that. I sh- yeah, I guess. But still, I, I, but still, when 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 Tony Soprano calls her a sick cunt, there's something a little <laughs> cathartic about it. Like I oh, like sure. a little bit. I'm sure. like yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. About- you ever see what they charge for an aspirin in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out of control. Um, you know, we we so from there we have Carmela. She's walking Tony down the hall. Uh, she sits Tony down by um. A little rapper known as Deluxe, mm. Deluxe's room, and he's talking about he's talking to his agent. We don't see his agent; it's just like like the back of his head, like <laughs> yeah. talking about like, "Hey, yeah. your album's shot up." It's like Larry like, David playing yeah, uh, clearly, Steinbrenner, right, right, right. clearly some Jew. <laughs> right. Well, so essentially, they're getting across like, "Hey, this guy, this rapper got shot, and that that 
that lent to his album shooting up like like a bullet on the top 40 or whatever like you know like what do you think happened do you think uh the actor they originally cast had some something horrible happen and they just like grabbed somebody and they're like we'll just shoot this from behind and uh we'll ADR the lines like honestly like what what is that choice no i think it was a choice to not go in the room with or it to not pay, because, or to not pay an actor to like be on camera. <laughs> well, he get, well, yeah. it's it's they they wanted um, to, they wanted to show Tony hearing show it. Tony yeah, yeah, more yeah, than yeah. more than just show the conversation. I think it's a ter- I think it's a, it was a very bad uh, artistic <laughs> choice. It's very weird. There well, are a lot of very bizarre shots in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Alan Taylor and uh, what are the, the this husband and wife? It it it, it <laughs> Diane feels Frolov yeah, and yeah, Andrew yeah. Schneider, Diane yeah. Frolov and Andrew and Andrew Schmillinson, Jew. <laughs> yeah, the two made up. You people. guys can say that because you're Jewish. I can't. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> no, it's um, like, like that shot feels like like an 80s like sitcom shot or something. It's, it's like, just a little heavy handed. It's with yeah, the ADR yeah. especially. It's yeah. just a little much. This is what I'm talking about. This episode, like it wasn't. Like I like in theory everything that they're trying to get across, and it just wasn't executed well. Like when like, Hesh is like, "Just you wait," yeah. and then, and the then fade that weird out, fade yeah. out. It's just like, yeah. well, it makes uh, it a lot of weird choices. Weird we'll, lighting. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to direct. that. But um, oh, Alan Taylor. Oh, Alan Taylor directed Alan a million Taylor. episodes. Yeah, yeah Alan I know. Taylor. I know. Yeah, this, this was he. He was. I think he also directed some. So, Tulsa King, baby. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Oh, no. Stay tuned for our yeah. next podcast. Guys, guys. Oh, we're yeah. doing Tulsa King next, baby. Talking Tulsa. Yeah, we're doing Talking uh, Tulsa. <laughs> TTK, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Oh. We got the. Oh, we got Tulsa the, King. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we have this conversation between Bobby and Marvin. Uh, Marvin is like an underling of deluxe. He's 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 practiced rapping in the hallway, and Bobby just, ironically yeah. a real life rapper. Yeah, naughty by nature. Naughty uh, by nature. Yeah, anyway, your your favorite, Paul. My fa- my I have the posters uh, all around us. As you can hey, see. Hey, shout but, out to my boy Colin as We uh we went to see them front row. Uh, in a yeah. tiny club uh, in downtown. Hey, Bob, right. Yes, I'm sure he's listening. Well, we were. Uh, uh, they brought us on stage. You. Oh fuck. U N I T Y. Hip hop parade. You down with O P P? You down with O P P? Anyway, Marvin is. Uh, <laughs> Marvin's upset because because uh, because Deluxe got shot and and now he's not gonna because Deluxe had said he's gonna produce Marvin's album and now, you know he. All I know is I ain't gonna have no major release this year. Uh, De- which Deluxe sucks. is like one step above uh, Crazy Eyes Killer in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> and they're, and they're, dangerously close to yeah, like how yeah. re- like that ridiculousness. Yeah. And they're and they're seventy five steps above Massive You're delicious. Yeah. You're delicious. <laughs> right. Uh, and and so this plants the idea for Bacala, like oh, like maybe you could get some street cred if you get shot. Um, this is funny. It is very on brand for oh, Bobby. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is funny. Well, I, I mean, we never really see Bobby his ingenuity like this. Like he, like he sees the opportunity and he seizes it. We never really see him as a go getter like that. A lot. He's reacting to people, and this was but, like one of his only schemes but, that came up with himself. But think about like early, like in the episode. He knows he's in the doghouse with Tony, right? And yeah. I think he's trying to find a way to like 
earn a little bit, maybe. You're right. Like, they did, they and, do and set like, that up. Yeah. He's 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 trying to do something to try to make it up. Now that Tony is awake and has come to, which I think right. a lot of people didn't expect. Right. You know there's a lot of money scrambling. Suddenly right. he's like, fuck, I was playing with my trains while he shot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fucking Junior shot Tony. Yeah. I better get Look, this I, rapper he, to let me to sh- let me shoot him. You think before so this veto <laughs> the money? You think right. before this veto's walking him down the like hallway, God. like yeah. no, uh, no, in no. the hospital? It's like yeah. everybody knows, like oh, f- oh, fuck! Like yeah. who knows what was going on? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get Polly at Green Grove confronting his mom straight off the bus from oh. wherever the fuck they were coming from, <laughs> Atlantic <laughs> City or whatever. I got to, you know, props to Mary Anucci. She, that, that, act, that actress, uh, she, she, she kills it. She's great. Yeah, she's she's great. always great. Um, outside the hospital, we get Bobby finally cutting the deal with Marvin. He's going to shoot him. He offers to shoot him in the fleshy part of the thigh mm-hmm. for eight grand. Is that a reasonable price? You think to, to you're, you're paying to be shot. Yeah. Paying to be shot. $8,000. I don't I even mean, know in, how to... In uh, 2006 or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, account I for inflation like a, yeah, and everything. For inflation. Like, yeah, it would definitely you know, gas be Gas prices, like bullet prices. I'd definitely be like 25 now. <laughs> that's what I would... 25K? That's what I would You would charge. pay 25K to get shot in the ass. No, uh, no I'm shooting the guy. Oh, you're shooting... Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'd, pay, I'd pay 25K I'm to see Spells get shot. Definitely killing him. <laughs> Spellman accidentally <laughs> clips him in the in the brain. Oh, fuck. the fleshy, the fleshy <laughs> part of the head. I'm killing, I'm killing him and like whoever's in the vicinity. Oh, the fleshy part of the skull. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, we got a, we got another Terry Schiavo situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, hospital waiting room. Still, everybody. This is like weeks after. I feel like we still get all the shots of like Christopher People and Vito around. and everybody like hanging around in the. In the in the fucking yeah, waiting well, room of the hospital, it's fucking Tony. Yeah, I know. Uh, and this is when Father Phil makes his final appearance of the series, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, you know, he's so like, that's "Hey, that's how they do him." Yeah. I guess that that is like fitting. I think it's funny. I guess there's not much more to I mean, do with his that, character, but you you would think they might have. You know, they brought I mean, fucking. Even- Edie, Edie Falco doesn't have that much left to really do. Like, so it's, it's, like, it's why, this season, and, and yeah, there's why not. Why is he even here? Why does he even? I, I mean, I guess he's what is he? Tony's like <laughs> priest, but like, uh, yeah, like his like you know like I, I mean, I think they literally brought him in just for the laugh of because he meets yeah. Tony, he meets Polly in the fucking, uh, you know, hey uh, hey, you're a friend of Tony's. Uh, how's he doing? A lot better than those fucking nuns you got up there. Which I is bet the fucking... it was. I bet it literally <laughs> was just like. Let's give him a send off, but like, let's make it be this. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and and I'm sure that I mean that actor. Well, like, and and six A and six B were so game. Were were shot as one season essentially. No, no, they were. Were, were they not? There was there was still years I, between. No, I know. A, well, there a wasn't B. years. There was a year. A year. But production but wise, were did they? they were, no, they, I thought they originally they looked at this as one season and it got split up by HBO. I no, thought. no, no. They no, they they. And David Chase will say this. He considers 6B and 6A two separate seasons. They only called them 6A and 6B for fucking bullshit contractual reasons. Yeah. They wouldn't have to raise the salaries of the fucking right, crew right, and the right, fucking right. cast because they're technically part of one elongated season, even though there was a whole, you know, they, they, they broke and they came back to the writer's room and they started from scratch to conceive of the final nine episodes. So, yeah, it was... Uh, so yeah, it wasn't really conceived, TV but con- obviously something with like TV contracts at the seventh year or something, right? Like if you that, get on but... SNL, 
You sign a seven-year deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, when you first get on SNL? Mm-hmm. You seven sign, years? You, you, you're you on for seven years. But then, well, obviously that can be broken. You, yes. Yeah. All right. But you're, no, but you're committing. I think everybody's been on for seven years or more. <laughs> but you're committing Well, to you seven remember years. Tony Sirico's seven years on SNL. Like when yep. he, and then yeah. if you go past seven Anthony years. Anthony Michael Hall's great yeah. seven-year run. And all, <laughs> and yeah, all and those, then all. you get more money if you go past seven years. Right. You know. Right. Robert Downey Jr.'s great Every seven year. year. <laughs> That's and that ha- that that happened to uh, a lot of people. Michael Scott. Um, Michael oh, Scott so, is the character. So, so, Steve Carell. He left after seven years. What? Yeah, he left after seven years. He didn't. He didn't. He he. That was his original contract. That's what they do a lot. A lot of times in like television television shows. I don't know if they do it. As oh, much I thought you were talking about SNL. No, you're talking about the Office. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the Office, but like something something similar to seven like, years. Okay, I see. And then the show got way better. <laughs> uh, and then the Office hit its stride. It finally hit its stride. Um. So yes, final appearance of Father mm-hmm. Phil. We get Tony uh, watching TV. He's he's watching Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of like a lot of like like gratuitous Eastern reference, Asian references in this, in this yeah. half of, or this, this season so far, we it have also, the, it also have the monks is, in the coma dream. We have Tony that's and Carmella eating say, sushi. Like, it's, it's the, it's the monks thing. I think it's like a little nod to, to the monks, what he yeah. was seeing in his subconscious yeah. in the, the finity stuff. With right. The monks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know. I just, I just wonder what, what the whole point of it was. I guess, I guess, and then he loses his wallet, you know, in the dream. In the dream, yeah. You know, the wallet biopsy. Yeah. Wild biopsy. It's a wild, lot of nods bio, to like, the, yeah. Hey, it's all connected. Everything is everything. Everything's everything. Um, I but so, get that. Everything yeah, is everything. Yeah, I dig it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can dig it. That this is when we meet John Schwinn, uh, the great. I love I Heart Huckabees. You know, it's like <laughs> they, they bring up a lot of this shit in in a more like fun, interesting way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, John Schwinn, what do you guys think of this character? Uh, you know, one-off character. I think I look. I. I mean, I love I, how Holbrook is so fucking good. I have my gripes with the episode, but I think he was just fantastic. Yeah. I th- when I yeah. think of this episode, I think of him, and I think of Tretch getting shot in the ass. Um. <laughs> he do, does Hal Holbrook do like the uh, voice uh, narration, or um, isn't there like He's an, known as like no pun- no isn't there an in, like. What is the intro to like um, one it, of the seasons of The Sopranos? Six A. Oh, the the whole uh, oh. you know the, uh, um, the of of this season the uh, Ra uh, the God uh, of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah 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 no it sounds that, like him it sounds it, like it, him. it really does right and I thought that too I don't no I don't think it was it no because that's like him. I I believe that's William S Burroughs reading from yeah, reading I his bu- I believe uh, you're right. like spoken poetry okay. sort of. Okay. Uh, okay. Thing, but 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 like uncanny how similar the voices yeah. are, which yeah. might have been intentional. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and also, a lot of people have said Hall Holbrook looks like uncannily like uh, Kurt Vonnegut in this episode. If you ever seen a picture of Kurt yeah. Vonnegut, like it looks played, very he, much. He like, uh, famously played Mark Twain like for many yeah. years. Right. So he's he's established as an actor who's played like you know writers, authors, you know mm-hmm. intellectuals. Yeah. Which is an interesting person to put up against Tony Soprano and his crew. Fantastic. And, and Deluxe, of course. But, <laughs> and uh, Deluxe. Fantastic actor. I mean, like, I mean, um, the the stuff between him and Tony, I think, is great. Like, he, like, like the the 
subject matter aside, the acting is great. Right. Like, um, it's it's fun to see the two of them uh, just share the screen together. Right. Yeah. Um, great character. We get uh, we get the whole boxing match scene. You know, Paulie's still hung up on like his mother, and you know, there's a, there's a lot of like stuff that like harkens back to like Livia with it's all a big nothing. You know. Right. It's all big nothing, you know. That's it's sort of like like Paulie saying, like you know, each of us, you know, we we're all f- the fighter in the ring. We all we all Dude, we're Paul, only fighting Paul, for ourselves. Paulie just like, straight up tells him like you're, what, yeah, you know, T, you might you might have sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had a you had a mother who fucking hated you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's oh, but it's all. But I think that's in for a reason to harken back to like Livia's whole like you know she tells AJ it's all a big nothing, and yep. then in this episode we hear. You know, everything, it's sort of the opposite. Everything is everything. Yeah, right. Yes, it's all nothing, but it's all connected. It's all like, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't know what ultimately they're trying to say, but I guess that's like, that's, that, that was part of why they've like introduced all these threads in this episode. Like a lot of fil- philosophical shit that, that Tony and his crew are grappling with here that I don't have the answers for, but. But I also think like, it, it, there's an emphasis on the feeling that, people have when they come out of a medical situation that Tony experienced. Yeah. And you perhaps like we're, we're seeing things through Tony's eyes this episode and how you're perceiving life in a different way. Right. And maybe you do feel like things are, uh, are, um, connected and you are a little more hippy dippy than you were before. Right. You know, you do feel a little more, at least at first. Right. And his heart is open a little more to hear, these evangelical uh, yeah, yeah. people at, oh, he fir- definitely, at he, first. He definitely entertains them, yeah, for They sure. talk themselves out of uh, convincing him of anything by like right. getting a little more insane right. with the dinosaur talk. But at first, like he is, he is so open to like all these different people kind of spouting their beliefs, right? Yeah, no, and and I think it 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 goes it gets to the heart of like a lot of the theme of this season is wrestling with identity and can mm-hmm. you change who you are once you've like lived as an adult and made all the choices for yourself? Yeah. Like Tony is definitely like he's made all his choices and he's grappling with it, but you also look at a lot of other characters this season. You know, it's like. It's like uh, Christopher and and little Carmine try to get into Hollywood and mm-hmm. they're trying to like branch out and that doesn't work. And Vito, obviously, like he goes to fucking, you know, New Hampshire and he tries to live another life there. And and, you know, Artie, like Phil, Ar- Artie tries to like this. Phil, thing with Phil like, tries to like not be. I mean, this is like uh, in 6B, but like yeah. he tries to not be really involved anymore. Right. He's yeah. like he has his whole heart thing, and then he like tries yes. to like step away from the family and not. And it's like, how long can you can you resist like you know, like the life that the you've life. made for yourself by making the choices? I mean, even AJ tries to fucking kill Uncle Junior later this season with the knife and shit. That's not who fucking he is. Mummy. Like that's like it's a lot of it's uh, all the characters are trying to escape this sort of reality and this this li- adult life that they've made for themselves and and they can't in the end. And that and, you know, case in point Tony Soprano. Like he's had this life-changing event, but is it really life-changing? Can you escape? Like even after such a traumatic incident, can you you know, can you change? And uh, the, yeah. the the David Chase's theory seems yeah, to his theory be no. Pretty, pretty <laughs> no, obvious. you can't. I but I think he's right. 
I think I, I think, you know, I think it's I think, I think right. it's very very hard. I think it's very hard, and I think he's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm mean, trying. I, you know, I'm I've trying. Had, I've had a near death experience. You That's know? true. Did I really change? <laughs> long, 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 As long. he sips his beer, yeah. That's for uh, another episode. That's a big no. Uh, yeah. So then we get, you know, Jason Barone at the golf course with Mr. Janelli and, you know, he's, you know, basically this kid is fucked, right? This kid, yeah. like he's trying to do right by his mom. He's trying to sell the company. He's trying to this and that, but you know, he can't escape the, the grasp of Tony Soprano. Um, let's see. We got the hospital, the little girl with the third degree burns, 80% of her body, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't believe the week I've had. Paulie says to Tony. And he's like, what the fuck? There's a little girl burned here, you know? But that's, but that's just all part of, like, the, how it's, like, relative. Like, you know, everybody thinks they're the victim until they see a fucking, you know, little girl burned with 80% of her body. You know, it's it's. But also, like, you know, Tony, like, also does that to people. Where exactly, yeah. No, yeah that's the whole like, point. Like, oh, why are you crying? Right, yeah, 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 exactly. And then he's when he, crying. Then he does yeah. it himself. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which was passed down from his mother. Oh, right. poor you. Yeah. Uh, talk talk to the Katrina victims about fair. He tells them like, yeah. fucking, you identify with the Katrina victims. Yeah, yeah. Me, fucking yeah. Meanwhile, cry like, baby. Yeah. He, he's mean with those guys uh, from New Orleans, like trying to capitalize off of the fucking yeah. uh, the real uh, the construction shit going on down there. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That happens. We see that later. The but, coffee so, with the chicory. Coffee with the fucking chicory. Um. So Marvin decides he wants Bobby to shoot him in the ass and he gives him 7k instead of the 8 grand that that they had agreed upon. A lot of people think that Bobby just fucking missed and accidentally shot the guy in the ass. I think he purposely Does did it purpose. because it was a grand less than they had he, agreed upon. He legitimately I I I have always thought about this because he's legitimately supposed to like he should be a fucking he is a marksman. Yeah. Like yeah. he's yeah. a fucking fantastic shot. Like his right. father raised him to be a hunter. Right. right. And so, yeah, he probably could have fucking got this guy in the fleshy part of the thigh like they agreed upon, but then, you know, we know money talks here. So like right. you don't pay the full price, you don't get exactly what you paid for. He yeah. shoots him in the fucking ass. I think he did. Which is humiliating. <laughs> and also very funny. They <laughs> shot me in my ass. <laughs> There's, his girlfriend is giggling <laughs> while he's bleeding out of his ass. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got, um, you know, Polly in Tony's room. I'm done with Nucci. And this is classic Sopranos. We got we got Tony like parroting the fucking card on his on his uh, wall. Paul, you yep. go around and pity for yourself. It's like we, uh, a, a a more foo all over again. Yeah, we and we 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 hear this like you know echo throughout the rest of the series. To be honest, like you go about and pity for yourself. Someone like, smarter than him always tells him something, some yeah. tidbit, and then he tries usually to pass Melfi. it off. Yeah, yeah usually Melfi. He tries to pass it off as like you know like his own smarts to somebody right, else. Right. Um, a little interesting moment I thought was when um, Carmela pulls Tony aside and is like, "Hey, I would keep an eye on Vito, especially. Like, there's something I have to believe. There's more there because if you remember last episode, there was like the whole package that he and Polly were supposed to deliver to her. She's never really muttered muddied her hands with like the fucking yeah. business of yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it's a little out of character, but at the same time, I think maybe it is like, you know, but with, I will say there is that shot where she sees him and Polly right. 
like yeah. getting into the elevator right and she notices after they yeah. were so sweet they obviously don't realize that, like she sees them and like they They're look like, uh, like yeah pissed off and and you uh, there's a look on her face like oh, i've never really seen that before right, like right, right right she i mean she she was under no illusion that these were like actual fucking good friends of Tony's. They, no, like, but she th- knew that they're, it they're clearly like, was like a, like, like so, something stark to her. Right. Yeah. And it, it probably shook her a little bit and I, yeah. and I buy it. I buy it. I mean, I saw like, you know, some people were like, eh, it seems out of character for her, but, but, and maybe she felt like, Oh, uh, like maybe I'm in danger because like these people are right. If Tony was ever right. to, let's say he fucking, you know, someone else goes wrong. Like, and I also, Maybe these people like resent Tony, and uh, it's it, it's it's more of like a a message to her, like oh god, these people want Tony gone. Right. right. Yep. And, and and so now we see um, Tony getting out of the hospital. Um, they're wheeling him through. Uh, you know, the insurance agent comes in, says he's ready to go home. Asks about Schwinn. They removed the guy's fucking larynx. Which I have to think is like some sort of like symbolism about like, you know, the voice of reason or science or rationality being, you know, being stripped of its voice yeah. in today's society, which oh, uh, God. I always felt like it was sad. Now, I'm, now I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you have to wonder what would Tony have said in that last exchange with him or whatever, you know, and we'll never know. But but yeah, they're, they're, they they ripped his voice box out for a reason, I have to think. It's pretty clear, um, though, like by by the end of the episode, that like he he is he's he leans closer to what Schwinn, uh, how Schwinn sees the universe. Well, I also I also think I mean Schwinn isn't too far away from what the religious pastor is saying. You know, it's right. all it's all sort yeah. of like this metaphysical all sort of uh, you know a leap of faith, if you will. I guess I mean I mean Schwinn is still saying everything is everything. We're all connected. That still has that same like religious undertones, but it's not. The Without the hell and hell, ha- the, the 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 hellfire like right. Without like right. they're going to hell. If you if you think that evolution's real, you're not saved. You're going to hell. Like these fucking, yep. you know. That's that's and I think Tony relates t- to that. Tony's like, there. Yeah, they think you're going to hell. He's like, well, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Bakalai hands him the envelope. Good week this week. Uh, EMT guy offers to pay up Tony. Tony says, don't worry about it, which is sort of surprising. When has Tony ever fucking denied an envelope? Uh, And then outside the hospital, we see him wheeled out and we get like all the sounds of like the fucking outside world. We have like the church bells and the birds chirping and the wind going and like just people on the street. And it's like very like, you know, Tony fucking getting back into the real world and he looks to Janice. It feels like it's like he's like in a prison. Yeah. And, and he, and, uh, I mean, more or less. And, <laughs> and he looks to Janice. He's like, every, from here on, every day is a gift. And Janice, of all people, should be the one who, like, is like, yes, you're right. You get it now. Because her entire character has been like, She's never not under some metamorphosis. She's always like, I'm Parvati. No, I'm fucking yeah. Richie April's wife. And no, I'm a fucking but it's Christian like, rock singer. And no, like, you know, she's always like trying to find something, but she doesn't buy it. Right. In that I, moment. I, I also think like yeah, she, for so long, 
she has been the one to have these like beliefs. It's like Tony like thinks it's like bullshit. Her family, her whole family probably thinks it's bullshit. She probably was given so much shit about it, you know, in the seventies and eighties and you know, on uh, about living her life like this. And now all of a sudden Tony is like, Every day is a gift. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I have this like she's Native like, American yeah, saying. She's like, like just she, wait. Yeah. She and she, I think she's also kind of like maybe like threatened by the fact that like he kind of is like stepping on her like fucking her thing. like right. like her right. thing. Right. Right. Yeah. But she also is like she believes those things, and then at the same time, no, but doesn't she, really. No, she, she doesn't. also she, like she's, she's full of shit. Yeah, shot she's just like a bitch. killed her boyfriend. Yeah, she's just a fucking bitchy like New Jersey housewife, you know. But, like, but I think I think deep down she knows that about herself. I'm, right. I don't. I don't think she. I, I. She probably doesn't consciously admit it, but I think I, I think that's part of the reason why she she's so dismissive of Tony in this moment is because she's like I you know. She's she herself has tried to have these fucking religious awakenings or like philosophical yeah. turns, it, and she knows how it goes. Like you end up fucking. I don't shooting think consciously, but yes, you end up getting yeah. pissed at the nanny for right. fucking <laughs> right. not speaking English. Yeah, right. yeah you end right. up fucking fighting the mom on the soccer field. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. there's being so life... shitty to your daughter. Right, right, and and very much later in the series in the season we see like tony you know he says every day is a gift later on we hear yeah. him say like well does it have to be a pair of socks you know the the regularness of life which we heard chris complain about in the fucking first season like right the fucking and then of regularness course, like, of life just weighs you down like the fucking air conditioning is like making a sound and that's got to be fucking something he deals with like you know it's just like you can't live your life every day like like bewildered that you get clouds. to be here yeah, like yeah right. <laughs> it's just not possible I yep. mean, maybe it is for some people, not for fucking us, I don't think. But <laughs> no. Anyway, so yeah, that's and and finally we see uh, Pauly, You know, obviously perturbed. Oh well, there was a scene where Jason Barone's mother came to Tony and sort of pleaded for his safety, which very much affected Pauly. Um, one of Tony Sirico's. Yeah, actually, the only time we ever see good, Tony Sirico. Good job, Miss Barone. Yeah, you you fucked your son over. <laughs> yeah, you dumb idiot. Go you back to dummy. the buffet. Well, we see Tony Sirico get to turn on the waterworks for a bit here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Spells. <laughs> yeah, he's got sprayed with. You water. think they misted his eyes a little bit? Sure. I definitely think they did because there's like tears like on his cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's like. <laughs> And 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 uh, it's hey, like it's so still short. It's, it's very no, short, it but it's effective. effective. It is effective. effective. I'm not saying that's that all it you needed. It's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I I I even went oh yeah. But yeah, like yeah. you know, um, I still like can. I still I still know how the sausage is made. I'm right. yeah. <laughs> Niagara Falls. That's why I'm like we like. We're we're like picking apart the lighting in the in the in this uh, episode, <laughs> which was like, uh, very think bizarre. This was made it shot at Silver Cup, or uh... yeah. Well, and then so 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 Jason's yeah, mother. That's right. Like, the hospital lighting is strange. Like hospital yes. lighting is. I don't know if that was a choice that they were making. I have no idea. But like very harsh. There's a lot yeah. of like dark. Like shadows and the light. Because sometimes, yeah, there's like light. Sometimes, like, like a like, light, but sometimes, like, people don't keep the light on in their oh, hospital yeah. room. Like, 
I, so, I mean, I but think a lot of it looked like weird, like light slashes from clearly like uh, a studio light from outside a window. To, yeah, you think they were trying too hard? Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, it just didn't feel like hospital lights at times. And no, and it was the same didn't. cinematographer, uh, Alex Sherikov or something like that. Who? who, uh, who well, what, well, that's also, the ga- Those the that's the gaffers. It's not necessarily the, well, the I DP mean, is calling the, D- the shots. The, though the, yeah, DP the DP would say, is in, yeah, that's directing true. that. I, I think if anything, maybe it had to do with like. Because there were so much like opposing like duality, it was, it clearly like was a religion and the science, and you know, just maybe the, maybe they made the contrast of dark and light a little more explicit to just hammer home the theme. But that's a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but possibly. Um, anyway, so so Jason Barone's mother pleading for his life ended up. Uh, directly influencing Polly to beat the hell out of fucking Jason Barone <laughs> in the final moments of the episode. Uh, he goes for his fucking the fleshy part of his thigh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like just fucking beats him. He's a ski instructor, so he fucking needs that. And then he's he's a ski instructor, and he's supposed to kick up four k a month to this <laughs> fucking guy. Are you kidding me? I don't know how much a ski instructor makes, but well, is he making money off uh, the, off the off sale? The, off the well, he's not uh, selling guess. it, right? No, he's he is, but yeah, to, yeah, he's, to, yeah. No, yeah, it's, I guess that makes sense. But yeah. Tony, ha- no, they're they're selling, <laughs> they're selling, oh, and they're they're selling, they're selling, and they're keeping Tony on. Yeah, yeah, and that's intercut, of course, with Tony like at peace in his backyard. But the wind that you know described on the Ojibwe saying the wind carrying us across the sky, like in the trees. Yeah, the wind, land. all the people so getting their legs it, broken. It, the the guy ski? driving the fucking car for. Uh, Barone Sanitation, yeah. uh, uh, the truck for Barone Sanitation uh, gets a poor gets guy, yeah, maybe killed in front of his son. Right, he's no, I don't think he got killed. I think he just got he's, beat. Might be in a coma, Terry Shivo. I got real, <laughs> I got real sad. Got to keep him alive. I got real sad when keep, I saw that. I hope he didn't get killed. I don't think he got killed, but uh, it was I did, very you sad. know what? I never thought that until this last viewing, and then I was like, ah, they maybe might, he died. They fucking beat him on his spine. Well, I would he, doesn't, he doesn't have a walkthrough life, a pretty walkthrough life for the rest of the time. So, there's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because. Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, shall we go into fucking internet? Yeah, what? Let's do it. Fucking internet. <laughs> fucking internet. Please, let's go. <laughs> All right. Please. Uh, okay. Hey, first fucking internet please, in a long please. time. I'm begging you. I want another beer. I'm begging. <laughs> go get a beer. What are you doing? Um, this one from user. 
<laughs> Shut up, spells. <laughs> this one from user uh, Al Alsatian one from two oh, years ago. I, yeah. Oh, you I, know Alsatian. I remember yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you yeah. This yeah, one. We sixty nine on Reddit. Does anyone else think that Tony may have? died at the end of fleshy part of the thigh at the end when he gets home from the hospital he gets out of bed and walks down the unusually dark hallway and then into the light on my current watch it reminded me how i always thought that whole scene was very odd maybe it was just about him walking into the light and having a revelation only to have it blown away by the ominous wind uh alsatian what the fuck? And dude? then what? Huh? Like all these other episodes take place in heaven? Yeah, all those stories are <laughs> yeah. what? What are they? Like, I mean, look, Coma Dream, yes, is one thing. But we also have other characters who weren't shot and on their deathbeds, like interacting with Tony and, you know, the whole, the whole, the ride episode. Yeah. Tony yeah. and Chris, like out on the road. And like what, you know, and for the final season, like what are we, what are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Come on, you fucking idiot. Anyway. Too cute by half. Uh, this one from user E. Franklin 13. Don't uh, know him. Nerd. In the fleshy part of the thigh, why doesn't Tony go into his friend's room after surgery before he leaves the hospital? <laughs> what? Why, why doesn't he go into his friend's room? His friend. The guy's family is there. The guy's family is there. He What's just he had his larynx to, yeah, removed. Yeah, he yeah. can't say anything to him. Yeah, yeah he, he looked he looked He's clearly comatose. Yeah, comatose. He's, yeah. He looks on death's door. Yeah. Tony's going to be like, hey, I got to say something yeah. to this guy. Hey, should have said I his goodbyes. I just want to let you know, I, I, I thought about what you said. <laughs> You're wrong. Okay, bye. Yeah, everything is everything, my ass. <laughs> yeah, everything is everything. Bye, goodbye. Yeah, everything is what? nothing. Oh, fucking gobble-ghouls, gobble-ghoul. Pizza's pizza. And uh, <laughs> the Mets are the Mets. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what I'm that's right. Now. That's right. I don't know. And what guess I'm what? The boxers, they're different people. Yeah, they're different <laughs> people, you idiot. All right, this one from Nanotech23. Ooh, Ooh, futuristic. Ooh. Real nerd. Need clarification. 69.2.0. <laughs> clarification on scene from Fleshy Part of the Thigh. Hesh's daughter says. You can disagree with evangelicals, but they are great friends of the Jews because Israel is the Holy Land. Yeah, Hesh yeah, responds yeah. with, you wait, and the scene fades to black. Yep. This is one of my most watched Sopranos episodes, yet I have no idea what Hesh means. Can somebody <laughs> help me understand this dialogue? What do you guys, I, I ask you Jews, what do you guys, how do you guys take this? What's he saying? What, what does he mean when he says, you wait? Uh, someone, the, el- the, some, someone else like, is going to. Yeah, the Messiah is gonna like. Well, is it? Is wait, it? What did she say before that? She says that the that uh, evangelical Christians are great friends of the Jews because Israel is the Holy Land. And Hesh says, "You wait." Yeah, you Me- wait, meaning maybe, maybe they're not really meaning, friends. Or meaning like some like there's someone this else idea. is gonna take yeah. There's this take idea Israel that, from the Jews again or something, right? Maybe. Well, but also. The the fucking the the crazy Jews think that like there's a, going to be like a second coming and all this shit and wait what what <laughs> no that's Just Christians no the, the the crazy Jews think that too I don't think so well they're waiting for the first they don't believe coming, in the right? Messiah. Messiah they don't yeah all right let's move on. <laughs> 
I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you. <laughs> what crazy? What the Orthodox Jews? Yes. I thought they didn't believe in the Messiah. Mush, but, uh, whatever. Messianic the they, Jews. They, they don't. They don't believe that Jesus. There are was some the Messiah. Messia- yeah. There are Messianic no. Jews, but those are like Jews for Jesus. No, but there are people that uh, like the fucking people who are like, oh, in Ju- in Jerusalem, there's going to be uh, uh, what I forget the fucking Hebrew name for it. But there's oh, going to be like know. some sort of fucking reckoning or whatever the fuck. Uh, Judgment well, day right. or whatever I the fuck. I thought that was Christianity, though. <laughs> We're no, all very... I'm te- shit. That's Christianity, isn't the, it? There's going to be like the day of reckoning or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's you're It's an right. orthodox thing. I, I'm not sure. I'm, t- I'm telling you, he needs to work for these fucks. <laughs> well, I mean, what it sounds I, like I, what you're describing is the return of the Messiah. Which I mean, I, I just, I just think Hesh is, is like seen enough, but it's and not, he, and he's just waiting it's for not any. That, but it's, but okay, it's okay, okay. I just yeah, think Hesh is, um, yeah, okay. Hesh is waiting for right. any like supposed ally to turn on the Jews because it feels like that's. Happened a lot. Yeah, so. So his name is Phil Leotardo. Phil, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's what he means. He th- sure. he he thinks that oh, someone's gonna fuck right. the Jews somehow. Right. Who who who? It's gonna be the Christians or the Kanye. Right. Kanye. Kanye. It could be Kanye. Could Might be Kanye. Oh, Israel now. <laughs> Israel is mine, bitch. I bought it. Good morning, Jews. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, Jews. This one from user Tia Q2. Fleshy part of the thigh question. Wouldn't Tony have been pissed that after he gave that grieving widow his word, her son wouldn't be torched or touched by Polly? Is it uh, torched? Jerry no, Torciano? <laughs> wouldn't be touched. Polly went rogue, both kneecapped him and demanding skim. Like Marone, what the fuck already? Wouldn't wouldn't Tony have been pissed? Yeah, but he, he won't did, find out. He Polly did say like like, I'll hey, fucking and kill you, you if you yeah. tell Tony. And yeah. we never hear from this guy again. We don't know if he kicked up or not. But you know, yeah, I, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if you went back to uh, 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 Deer Valley, <laughs> Deer Valley, like what Colorado is that where they I think said that's Colorado? I think you're supposed to. Yeah, is, is that I mean, a real place in Colorado? I don't know. But um, if he went back there, what's like Polly gonna do? My feeling was always like Utah, he, Utah, Deer Valley, Utah. Utah. There you go. Uh, My feeling was always like. Yeah, he fled back to yeah Utah. He fled back and, to Utah. Yeah, yeah. And, Paul uh, not coming after him yeah. on skis or anything. And, and like, he definitely. I'm in Salt Lake. Yeah. Pick me up. <laughs> I want to see that episode. Deleted. <laughs> Tone, you ever hear about this Joseph Smith? <laughs> he they all got a lot of fucking wives over there. The fucking all these fucking broads. Yeah, all the broads. <laughs> they, but they're, 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 they're dressed in weird dresses. Yeah, this my, my, my from... feeling was always that like he, he fled back to wherever he came from and, and definitely never kicked up the ball. He, just let, he yeah. left his mom in New yes. Jersey. <laughs> uh, like, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, Paulie's not going after the mom. No. Um, user Fauxhammer1991 asks. Oh, hell yeah. When Polly and Chrissy are in his room and Tony is super pissed off because of the haggling with Barone's sanitation and it ends with him puking, this scene is absolutely hilarious. But I was wondering, how did they make his voice sound so... He's hilarious. How did they make his voice sound so groggy and fucked up? Anyone know? 
I mean, his voice did sound particularly like fucked up and like like groggy in that scene. If you watch it, the scene where he pukes. But I just think that uh, he was fucking probably <clears throat> smoking a bunch of like unfiltered cigarettes and fucking cigars. Before. Or he or he had the fake puke like ready to go in his mouth and like he's like talking. Well, no, his his voice sounds raspy. It doesn't sound like he's like. What scene like are we nauseous. talking about? When, when he... Tony's like screaming at them and like in the hospital and he throw and he pukes. Oh. Right. He's like after after Johnny is like. You know, refuses. No, to they conceive. did the shit like, they did with nails in WWF. Uh, they they modulated it in post production. <laughs> oh yeah, it was all post. <laughs> so his voice is gravelly after he pukes. No, it's no. like while he's yelling at them. While he's uh, yelling at them, but um, also like he know. had to be screaming in that scene, so it could have yeah. been like Maybe how many takes did he do that take? Take? before yeah, he yeah, got? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Movie Fuck magic. Man, shut up, guys. <laughs> shut I don't know. Shut up. You know, you got to scream like me. I know how to scream. All right. Uh, abs- <laughs> uh, this one from user abstaining in absentia. Heady. Uh, the wallet biopsy. So do you think Tony really believed the EMT stole cash from his wallet whilst whilst performing the wallet biopsy? Was this just a chance at a shakedown? I don't know. If to- no, no, no. If Tony really believed it, then he would have taken the money. He would have taken the money. Oh, no, this was this was 110% like vengeance for him hearing that a wallet biopsy was even a thing. He right. was so disgusted that his life hung, like his life hung in the balance on whether he had his insurance card in his wallet at the time or not. Right. Which we're all disgusted by. And a lot of times yeah. like Tony, you know, Chase and the writers like put Tony in as like the every man to be like mm-hmm. fucking pissed off about, you know, I think about like the first season like, with like the ADHD diagnosis of like AJ. It's like, mm-hmm. can't a kid just fucking fidget at school anymore? Like, you know, the, that fucking yeah. every man sort of like, you know, really guys. And, and I think that's what they put him here to do. They set him up. And in the past, I think he 110% would have taken that money just to fucking say like, fuck these people. Not necessarily that guy. Not necessarily the EMT. Yeah. The, yeah. The P- Which is the- why we often root for Tony and then uh, have to be reminded that like Tony is like fucking uh, <laughs> a horrible person. Right. Yeah. But so here he's he's fresh out of the coma dream and he's mm-hmm. like rethinking things and he's a little more lenient. And, and I think that's why he so decided wait, to just or, like. But did he shake him down? No, he didn't. He tried. No. So the EMT. But did you think he stole the money? No. He a hundred. He, no. he did not steal anything. I don't think yeah. he stole anything. Yeah. Um, I don't. Think I don't so think. Either. I don't think he stole a dollar from him, much less two thousand dollars from his wallet. I don't think Tony had two yeah. grand in his wallet when he was shot at Uncle Junior's house. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, but like, but but but, but but yeah, but still, like, no, he. It, it was his. We saw his disgust with the insurance agent who was trying to like rush him out of the hospital. He, yeah, his, that's what his, sets him off. Yeah. yeah, and so he was just like, "Fuck these people! Let me like fucking try to." I'm angry, so let me try to get one up on them again. Right. And then yep. by the end, he his he he was singing a different tune. But also, um, like, why well, get mad at the paramedic? You know, I guess you had to be mad at somebody. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. Who are you going to shake down for money? Yeah, you can't That's question easy. Tony Soprano's misplaced anger because that happens a lot. You can't, <laughs> and you can't shake down the insurance company. So it's like <clears throat> this is the next best thing for yeah. them. You know, when I had my near-death experience, mm-hmm. uh, the paramedics and um, um, a couple of people at the hospital were actually very shitty. 
yeah. to me. They they stole from you? They didn't steal from me, but they definitely were like treated me not well. Yeah. Well, uh, that, but when you do it as a I, career, I, I feel picked, like I picked Joe up at fucking <laughs> six in the morning and they basically chewed him up and spit him out at the hospital and Joe was just outside of the hospital. He was disoriented. But Ash heard them they like they should not have Ash, fucking discharged him when they did. Ash heard heard them like just like shitting on me. Oh, like what? Like oh god, like being like pissed at me because obviously I was drunk oh, yeah. and, and you like, were. But um, you're, but you're, I and you was, were ornery. Yeah, but I hit my head. Right. <laughs> like. Right. You know, like I. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, no, I don't doubt that these people... I'm could, not like, could, I mean, trying I to make most, them sound I think innocent. most paramedics, though, would not steal money. No. I think most paramedics Probably would not. not. Imagine, um, you imagine the type of person that's doing that job. Especially yeah, from think, a fucking for mafia the part, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, those are quite good people doing those jobs. Yeah, that's a fucking hard job. Hard job. And finally, this one from user... Crazy 32. Uh-oh, guys. Oh, shit. Uh, Yo, 32? Yo. You had 37 of that? 69. Oh. Uh, this, is, this is from seven years ago, by the way. In the episode, The mm. Fleshy Part of the Thigh, Pastor Bob tells Tony that scientific studies have shown that 11% of patients who pray have fewer complications. Have there really been any scientific studies on this? I really doubt this claim, or was it just an argument pastors <laughs> make to convince people to pray? Oh my goodness! There have how been could, studies. How could you do the studies? <laughs> no, there have there have actually been studies. They take control groups and they say, "People, hey, go go pray for this person, not this person, and we'll see they how they do." They watch them pray and they 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 see them pray. Uh, possibly, yeah, possibly or self-reported prayer, like you know. But you know, there's there have been studies, multiple studies, and needless to say, there's no effect. Prayer has no effect. And in fact, there has been studies that that shown that prayer actually is detrimental to people healing in the hospital because they feel the pressure of so many people wanting to them, them to get better that they start to feel anxious and upset when they're not when things are not going well, and that just compacts and compiles, and they end up yeah, not doing well. <laughs> what about the other studies, though? What about uh, Pastor Bob's studies? That there were because I've seen some other studies that said uh, no. Uh, this is were, not to say yeah. like, look, if you believe that prayer is going to help you, it's almost like a placebo effect, right? Like, if you sure. believe it, maybe it will, maybe it will. Yeah. But there's, but on the whole, if you look, there's no evidence that prayer will help you. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. A great. A I great... played Jesus in the Stations of the Cross. Okay, I was raised Catholic. Bullshit. A great, great man once said, "If you believe it, then you may achieve it." And that was Jesus, he right? is he is definitely not in prison right now. Is that Jesus <laughs> for uh, statutory rape? So. Oh, who? Oh, who, who's that? R. Kelly. It was oh. Jesus. Jesus is in prison. Right oh, now. Jesus and R. Kelly. Yeah, same same person. <laughs> okay, that's all I got for fucking internet. Ah, uh, cool, right. dude. Uh, guys. It's just like riding a bike. We hey, back. we did. We back. We, we made back. it. Whether you like it or not, motherfuckers, we are back. You probably don't like it. You probably nobody do is not still like listening it. at this point. Nobody is listening. Hey, shout we out went. to Pizza Michi Bon Jolton. You, we know you guys listening. We know y'all. Guys. Hey, we know y'all listening. Bon Jolton's gonna be like, oh hell yeah, your sound fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, 
Our friend the Bacon Boy, he's gonna be like, ah, oh, the audio, you gotta adjust the bacon it. Bacon Boy, <laughs> he's like a pig farmer. Yeah, I thought a... that was Bon Jolton. That uh, no, 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 that's uh, no. our audio. No, 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 oh. that's not Bon Jolton. Uh, sorry about that, Bon. Sorry, Bon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been so long since we've done this. I'm trying to remember our ad show. You know, you can always give us a follow on the socials uh, at O Sopranos Pod on Instagram. The Twitter, uh, give us some retweets, give us some likes. We're back. We're trying to close this uh, series out uh, in style. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we hope that you guys are still subscribers. If you're not, tell your friends. You know, we got a bunch of episodes left, even though we're in the tail end of this the series. You know, we 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 still have a, a fair amount of episodes left um, in the double digits, and uh, yeah. We want you guys to be listening, and we want your friends to be listening. And uh, we back. Give us a five-star review if you haven't yet. And uh, until next time. Etsy has it, everyone. Yes, it's true. Etsy is where style seekers, vintage hunters, longtime renters, and new homeowners alike go to shop for style home decor and gifts from independent sellers. Are you looking for signature jackets, handwoven linens, and personalized jewelry for your wardrobe? Etsy has it. Or maybe some stunning artwork, pillows, and rugs for your home. Etsy has it. How about gifts for any occasion, like handmade throw blankets, mugs, totes, and rings? Yep, Etsy has it. There's so much to discover, and we can't wait for you to find what your style-seeking, home-upgrading, gift-giving heart desires. Whatever it is you're looking for, whether it's serveware and table linens for entertaining, or a handbag and a perfect jacket to make sure you're looking like your best self at any given moment, this is your invitation to find it. Because Etsy has it. Find home, style, and gifts for you for all budgets and any occasion. Etsy has it. Shop Etsy.com.